Hey guys, uh, welcome back. I'm excited to announce that once again, because of the incredible feedback that I got after our last episode, uh, Podcorn agreed to sponsor this episode as well. So I appreciate you guys giving us that feedback and I appreciate Podcorn for sponsoring us. Yeah, it's, it's awesome to have uh, a company that is designed for content creators Supporting us, content creators. Justin and I love doing this show. Uh, we've been doing it for almost a year now, and it takes a lot of work. And it's really nice to have a little bit of support coming into these episodes. It allows us to do things that make our show better. And what they'll do for you is find you sponsors that will help make your content better. Uh, they'll find things that are relevant to what you are doing, uh, which is wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And like I was talking about this before, like there there are other websites that do similar things to this, but there's no one who does it and and makes it as easy to use and and as e easy to communicate with the sponsors as Podcorn does, and that's why like we chose to use them. Uh, and it like if you're a content creator, like you, I would highly recommend you check them out. Absolutely, big thank you again to Podcorn for sponsoring today's episode. Let's get into it. What's up? It's Alexander Madison, running back from the Minnesota Vikings, and you're watching Clock Management. This is amazing. So you played in the NFL. What's longer, a half or five eighths? Or, uh, five eighths is a little longer there, Joe. Your team is now on the clock. It is the 20th of February, 2020, and I'm your host, Justin, and as always, I'm joined by Perry. What's up, Justin? It's been about a week and a half, buddy, since we recorded an episode, and I, know. I just, that longing to spend some time with you inspired me to write you a poem, and that poem is, you may fall from the sky, you may fall from a tree, but the best way to fall is in love with me. That's so romantic and so fitting as, as I literally fall from the sky for my job. I know. You you were on my mind. You were <laughs> on my mind. I, I fall too. Head over heels every time I hear your voice. <laughs> oh, man. Then we chose a great job to do for you. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, again, thanks to Podcorn, now we actually get paid for this job. So that's Wonderful. even better. Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> All right, Perry, what are we covering today? Uh, we've got a lot to cover today. Uh, it might end up being a little bit of a longer episode. We might be closing in on that hour mark, uh, but we'll try and stay efficient and move through it here. we got a lot of news to cover with free agency right around the corner, with the NFL draft around the following corner. Uh, there's a lot coming out. Not so many just like rumors and weird hearsay things. There's actually like relevant topics to talk about in the news today. we got news nobody cares about. We also have a special segment that Justin and I are going to be trying here on the show uh, with the XFL. Justin's going to cover a couple of things with that very briefly. If that's something you're not into, that's okay. Stay tuned. We'll get back to the NFL stuff real quickly. If it's something that you do like or uh, you want to hear more of, please leave a comment. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Even if you don't like it, give us some feedback, yeah, right? We're trying something new. Way. Yeah, we're trying something new. If it's content that you guys like, then we can put some more time into that. So uh, please let us know. After that, uh, we've got the gut check, uh, the meat and butter of the episode. 
Yes. We're, we're going to be talking about some players that so might much have meat. so, much, so meat. much butter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some question mark players, right? Guys that uh, maybe they weren't busts, but they might have underperformed or maybe they kind of tapered off towards the end of the season. Guys that we need to know, like, hey, what's the 2020 outlook look uh, look like for them? And uh, so, Justin, I'll give you our opinions on that. We've got a variety of different positions to talk about. So, like I said, a lot to go today, man. So let's uh, let's well, wait, what's new with you? Tell me about your life. Um, I mean, I just got an MRI on my ankle this morning, actually. Uh, so to set up so I could finally get cert like a, a full on surgery on my ankle. So I will believe it when I see it, buddy. Yeah, it's still like over a month away. So because <laughs> uh, my doctor is on a vacation right now. So I, I got to wait for him to get back. Yeah, he's like, uh, you're in pain. OK, well, let me get back from Boca and then we'll take care of that in like a month. <laughs> yeah, that's basically how army doctors work. So, uh, well, I mean, for me, like we've just been settling into the house. You guys can see that I've actually got some stuff behind me now. Uh, I'm a huge nerd, so there's a ton of video game what? stuff back there. Yeah, huge, huge nerd. <laughs> Never knew uh, this. Yeah, there'll there'll be more next week. There'll be some more stuff up behind me. I'm really excited. I finally have space to to spread out a little bit. Uh, other than that, I've just been focusing at work, uh, learning a lot. Uh, I've been brewing the the beer that we ferment to make the whiskey. So pretty physical job, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's fun getting to see the product go into the barrels and getting to test it or taste it and stuff and see how it changes. So it's been a great time. I, I've been really enjoying work. So I, I love how me and you are both like big nerds, but completely different breed of nerds. Yeah. Well, what do you... <laughs> Like I, I got, know, I got my all my Marvel stuff up back oh. here, and you know I'm more into Star Wars. You're more into Harry Potter. I mean, oh, just stay tuned for next week. <laughs> just, just, yeah, yeah. Everybody should stay tuned for next week. Yeah, you like you like the Earth Wizards. I like the Space Wizards. Hey, I like Space <laughs> Wizards too. I'm reading, I'm reading the Darth Bane series right oh, now. Oh, nice. Yeah, super yeah. good. Super good. Okay, this is not yeah, sorry, what the show's sorry. about. Sorry, Yeah, let's get okay. back to football. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, let's just jump into the news uh, because we got a lot to go- cover. So we might as well get started. Um, first piece of news, most recent piece of news, actually, I guess would be the the safe way to categorize it. Jordan Reed was released by the Redskins officially. Are you heartbroken? I am not. Uh, if this were four years ago, maybe. I. I feel really bad for Jordan Reed. He's actually been in the concussion protocol now since the preseason. I, so, I actually had this in the news no one cares about because, oh. yeah, I'm, we probably should have coordinated that. No big deal. Bad uh, taste. <laughs> yeah, well, just because he wasn't fantasy relevant, you know? I know, I know. I, I just, Jordan Reed, uh, extremely, extremely talented player. And it's just, it's sad to see his career end this way. And I'm, I'm assuming his career will end. I don't expect somebody else to uh, to take that risk on him. So, um, yeah, it's a bummer for Jordan Reed. I hope he goes and has a second career and does very well. Hopefully a career where he doesn't get hit in the head. Um, Josh Rosen is expected to return to Miami. I don't think that Josh Rosen's going to start in Miami. I think that that is going to Ryan Fitzmagic. I, I warned you in 2019, Justin. 
Ryan Fitzmagic is real. I mean, magic is never real, Perry. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> I've got at least seven or eight books down I'm, there. I mean, that, him being the starter does not necessarily. I mean, he started lots of times. Oh uh, man, Fitzmagic <laughs> is the real deal. The one oh one guys, you hear me? Draft him. <laughs> Don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, but uh, I mean, the, I, I I really want Fitzmagic to go to another team just so he can add that onto his resume. I know. I know. I, I You know what I love about Ryan Fitzpatrick is he does not give a <laughs> quack. Quack. Yeah. At all. He is like, you know what? I'm going to go out there and I'm going to sling this thing around and someone's going to catch it. He's like, you want to see how far I can throw a ball? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like he's the guy that just shows up and is like, look how far I can throw this thing. <laughs> and everyone's like, that's great, man. <laughs> Especially uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. So like, that's right. great, man. Yeah, more of that. But then Jameis Winston's the same way. Jameis Winston's yeah. like, you watch this, and he covers his eyes and goes. <laughs> uh, it's like that's not how you dab, dude. Okay. Anyways, uh, Jarvis Landry uh, underwent hip surgery. Uh, I think this was – I kind of expected him to go through this. I know he's been flip-flopping back and forth on whether or not he was going to do it. He did it. Uh, he's expected to be ready for the regular season. He's expected to return during training camp, so he'll probably even make um, a preseason appearance. Probably not very much of a preseason appearance, but I expect Jarvis Landry to be ready to go week one. But we will be monitoring, monitoring that. You will hear about Jarvis Landry again from us before the season starts, guaranteed. Uh, Taysom Hill, uh, right now, it's looking like that he's going to receive a first or second round tender. What that means is that if a team wants to go pick up Taysom Hill, they will have to give New Orleans a first or second round pick for him. I don't think Taysom Hill is going to command that price by from any team in the NFL. The only team that has that he has value on, the Saints, is the Saints. They know how to use him. With this free agent market, this quarterback free agent market this season, there is no way Taysom Hill's getting paid. So he'll stay with the Saints. I'm willing to put a lot of money down on that. Yeah. Do you agree? No, Do you 100%. Concur, doctor? <laughs> I concur, doctor. Okay. Uh, Kareem Hunt uh, expected to return to the Browns, or he expects to return to the Browns. Let me clarify. Uh, there's no guarantee on him returning to the Browns. Uh, they there's a lot of options here with Kareem Hunt. They might offer him uh, a long-term deal. He may get, uh, he may get traded. I don't know. It, this is a really messy situation on who they're going to hold on to in Cleveland. Personally, I don't think they need him all that much. Uh, I, I don't think Kareem Hunt helped them or hurt them last season in any way. Obviously Nick Chubb can handle the workload. They could probably go get somebody cheaper to like spell Nick Chubb a little bit. I think Kareem Hunt will be kind of expensive. I also think Kareem Hunt, it's in his best interest to go someplace else. I think that he could be a starting running back on a lot of teams, but with Nick Chubb there, they have no reason to, to throw Kareem Hunt ahead of him. So um, it is important to note that Kareem Hunt came out and said that he probably would fail a drug test right now. Uh, so there could be another suspension looming. Uh, it's, pretty funny that he just comes out and admits it but well apparently he told an officer that who had pulled him over 
Oh, I didn't know that. Did yeah. I just did I just jump the shark again on your news nobody cares about? No, I didn't even have that in here. But yeah, oh, okay. he, he, and he also told the officer he had an open bottle of vodka in the vehicle. And the officer did not give him a ticket. He gave him a warning. Okay. <laughs> was that was that Roger Goodell in his second job? <laughs> it had to have been. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Adrian Peterson officially uh the team up in washington has picked up his 2020 option so adrian peterson will continue to play uh i do know that adrian peterson's financial situation is not good believe it or not uh and i think he probably has to play to be completely <laughs> honest with you uh but i mean he was fine he was productive when he yeah. got out there uh darius guys there is no guarantee that that man will be on the field Adrian Ever. Peterson is fine. And, you know, in a deeper league, 12 team leagues, Adrian Peterson should probably be owned. He could be a spot start at any point. Probably not somebody you want to throw in every week. Man, how crazy is it that they have Adrian Peterson and Geis there? And yet Geis is the one that play is always injured. And like he, you would think he's the 34 year old. Yeah. He led the team in rushing last year, season. I, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if he did it again. Adrian Peterson's good. And they and don't have anyone else. He doesn't know the word quit. So yeah. Uh, Greg Olson officially signs a Man. one-year deal with the Seahawks. I so I have a take on this. I think that uh, this, first of all, fantasy-wise, it hurts uh, Will Disley. Big time. Uh, second, I think this was uh, has to do with the run blocking. Mm-hmm. I think they want him there to help out with the run blocking because Will Disley was doing great at pass catching. He wasn't the best run blocker, which is we all know Seattle loves to run the ball. Yeah. Uh, this isn't just like a, hey, let's bring a vet in and give him a job signing. This is a legit, they are going to use him signing. It's a $7 million one-year cr- contract with $5.5 million guaranteed. They expect Greg Olson to show up and be productive. I think that he will probably be the the leading tight end, pass yeah. catching tight end on the team. That that's more than uh, Adrian Peterson's being paid. Yeah, and a uh, a team that can really run the ball. They love the play action. I think Greg Olson could have a pretty productive season here and might end up as a top 10 tight end again, which isn't hard to do. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I, I honestly think Greg Olson's probably going to be started on a lot of fantasy teams this season. Could see like seven, eight touchdowns even. It's a good Seahawks team. Uh, I think it's a really good situation for him to be completely honest. So. Yeah, I, I feel like this, uh, I'm as far as fantasy goes, I'm probably not getting him just because I feel like it's a risky situation just because like you almost do have a split backfields or like situation with running backs, but for the tight end. Yeah. Uh, that, that is a good point. We'll see how it plays out in the off season and the preseason, but uh, you know, I think if I ended up without getting like those top five tight ends, yeah, you could I don't get any of those. I'll take Greg Olson late. Why not? Like what else, you know, we look at everybody else that's around that point. I think Greg Olson might have the best opportunity to find the end zone, which is at that point, that's all you're chasing if you're not one of the top five tight ends. So, yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is unlikely to be traded this season. I thought for sure he'd be gone. It sounds like he's going to stay there. He's going to cost him a lot of money if he stays or if they trade him. I'm expecting Le'Veon Bell to get a ton of work if he does stay uh, a Jet this season. 
because uh, I do not expect him to be there in 2021, whether it be from retirement or he gets traded. I think they are going to run him like crazy because they've only got him for I mean, one more year. I don't think he'll retire. He's still he's still relatively young. Uh, I think he'll he'll play I, I another contract after this. Possibly, probably. I probably I for another team. I think the retirement thing would only be if he just doesn't care. Like he's you know not productive anymore, and he's just like I don't need this and quits. It's not crazy. No, yeah, uh, but, I could but, see that. But if he gets dropped in with a contender, yeah, for sure. Uh, obviously, we don't know who's going to be contending in 2021, so I'm not going to speculate that right now. Yeah, especially, you know, with all the Tom Brady news going on. Yeah. Uh, Darius Slay, probably going to get traded from the Lions. Darius Slay, extremely talented quarterback. Cornerback? Sorry, I'm all nasally. Uh, one of the best, yeah, if I, not the best in the league. I think he was the second best cornerback this season. Yeah, uh detroit's asking a lot they're looking for like a jalen ramsey type haul that that the or the rams had to give up for to get jalen jalen ramsey uh i think he's still they're gonna move him even though that the cost is gonna be high somebody's gonna want him uh the reason this is fantasy relevant is because any team he goes to that division all of a sudden gets a lot harder for the wide receivers so uh we'll have to pay attention to that We'll address that once it happens, but Darius Slay is definitely a significant fantasy threat. Uh, he'll threaten your fantasy wide receivers for sure. Cam uh, Newton is expected to be cleared for football activity in March, finally. I think that's when we'll find out if Cam Newton's going to be a Panther anymore. I'm kind of leaning to him not being a Panther anymore, to be completely honest with you. Uh, the fact that the team has not committed to him at all no verbal commitment has been given by the team that they are they want Cam Newton. I believe what the the owner said was when asked, "Do you want Cam Newton to come back?" is is he healthy? So <laughs> it's not a great situation to be in if you're Cam Newton, unless you don't want to be there anymore. Then it's a fantastic situation to be in. And honestly, I don't think I want to be there anymore. I feel like Carolina's going into a rebuilding mode. Yeah, uh, which is really sucks for CMC. Uh, yeah. His best years on his rookie contract are going to be wasted. Yep, that is unfortunate. That's something that I think we'll probably talk about a lot in this offseason is what to expect out of CMC. But I think if Cam Newton leaves, I think it hurts CMC's career value. Yeah. So uh, Drew Brees officially announced that he'd be back with the Saints in 2020. I think you and I both expected him to return, and we both expected him to return to the Saints. Uh, so that's great for him. It's great for every player on the Saints, Except Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. Teddy Bridgewater. Actually, it's great for Teddy Bridgewater because Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> is about to get paid. <laughs> that's true. Teddy Bridgewater is about to get paid. Um I, I I've been hearing upwards of thirty million for 30 him, mil, and 30 I think million a year. I think it's that's crazy. way too much for him. I Teddy Bridgewater or Tom Brady right now, pick one. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Really? So yeah. for the 49ers, I'm asking for your NFL oh, team. Okay, for the 49ers, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah, because it's agree. a win now. I agree. And Tom Brady, the current uh, rumor for Tom Brady is that the Raiders have offered him. 60 million for two years yeah basically 30 million a year so tom brady greatest player to ever play football 
is getting the same value as Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, but if I like, Weird. if I was uh, less like a team that's not trying to win this season, or maybe not even next season, I think I'm going Bridgewater. Yeah. But I'm also not paying him thirty million. Yeah, I think a team that has some good parts, some healthy, strong talent on offense, but maybe they're not quite there yet. And a team that comes to mind would be the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers might be a good spot for Teddy Bridgewater to fall. He's got some good receivers there. There's there's talent on that team, and they could work towards a contender eventually, you know, two, three years, with a solid quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over 30 times in a season. So last piece of news, this one blew me away when I read it. I had no idea that this was even a possibility. Ryan Shazier uh, is trying to return to the NFL at, for the Steelers. Ryan Shazier, who had the really scary hit a couple of years ago, barely walking as of the last year. Uh, when he walks out on the field for like pregame stuff, he's moving pretty slow. Uh, big spinal cord injury. It's crazy that he is trying to return to play for the Steelers, and the Steelers are willing to take him if he's able. So uh, that's I don't know. amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm rooting for him. Uh, I also, at the same time, it's like man, I would hate to see him get hurt. I know. I personally, I take a hit like that, I'm done. <laughs> like <laughs> if, if I take a hit like that and I'm able to return to being able to walk, I'm. Yeah gonna thank my lucky stars and and walk away from the nfl but uh i wish him the best i i hope he comes back and he's dominant and he doesn't get injured and it's wonderful that's what i hope for ryan shazier so okay that's all all the news man so like you said yeah the news is ramped up man and unfortunately as a side effect to that the news no one cares about has kind of ramped down a little bit this week i had a bunch last week this week not too much I was going to talk about Jordan Reed, but we covered that. So I'm going to go into my next piece. Uh, did you hear about Burroughs? They they asked him uh, how he felt about the Bengals signing him or drafting him yeah. and, and with the number one overall pick. And his response was he shrugged and said, if they draft me, they draft me. <laughs> and I've been hearing a lot of talk of people are like, he should pull an Eli Manning and try and like refuse to go to them if they sign Why? him. I don't know. Now, my point, my thing is it's like, it's not a bad situation. No. And he had a great year, right? Yeah. But he did not have a great career in the, in college. Uh, I, oh, I'm just saying like the Bengals, it's not that bad of a situation i, I oh. get that it's not the best situation to fall into but they've got a good talented running back they've got good wide receivers like yeah i i like i just don't think that he commands that kind of respect either like you're not like some person who's had an elite career in college that like you can tell the nfl what to do like yeah no kidding no if he does i think if he does something like that he finds himself out of a job uh i yeah, I don't know. He Joe Burrow looked really good. I, I he is the top prospect quarterback prospect for for me by far. Oh, I but, agree, but I think that the NFL may do something to punish him if he does something like that because like you're you you don't have that kind of pool and they don't want to set that precedence. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, Eli Manning and John Elway. Yeah, that, but, that's true. But they were but, a little bit bigger names, so. Yeah, they're both Hall of Famers. <laughs> <laughs> and then, sorry, uh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, but Justin. yeah, also uh, someone was talking to me about Tua at the same time, and they're like, "Do you think Tua's like upset about this whole thing?" I'm like, "No, no, because, pressure is off." Yeah, I'm like, and now he's not going to be drafted to the Bengals. He's probably going to land on a better team because of this. A better That's... team that already has a quarterback that he can sit behind for a year. Tua's not going to start this season, so yeah. Uh... I think well, it depends where. He's uh, coming off four surgeries, man. Oh, I don't think he'll be a week one starter, but I, I could see him putting him in like towards the end of the season, depending on the team. Sure. Yeah. Uh, just see, you know, start getting him into the acclimated to the NFL. Dude, I'm telling you, you got to get him behind Ryan Fitzmagic. That's what I like, actually. That's, that's I where too. I like him. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it sounded like a, a joke because you know me, but yeah, I'm serious. Absolutely, uh, I've yeah. heard teams talking about tra uh, trading up to to get him, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll get yeah. more into that as we get closer to the draft. Uh, and then, man, I could not not cover this. This like the headline for news. No one cares about Cleveland Browns starting offensive tackle Greg Robinson and free agent <laughs> wide receiver Quan yeah. Bray, who last played for the Colts, were arrested at the Sierra Blanca border to Mexico uh, with 157 pounds of weed. Yeah. Yeah, facing 20 years in prison. Yeah. This is a guy who still had a career in the NFL. All right, dude, there's no understanding the decision-making by some of these guys. And, and, like, man, I get that, like, you're – you make horrible decisions, but like when you're that rich, like if you're going to make bad decisions, at least pay someone else to drive that stuff. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you're too it's rich crazy. to be doing stuff like it's that. Crazy. Is Ohio, have they legalized? Mm -mm. No, Ohio hasn't legalized. We know that for sure. Yeah. That's cream hunt. <laughs> well, that's the NFL, dude. <laughs> All right. Like, I no, got... no, I know they haven't. I've got one piece of news nobody cares about. Oh, yes. Uh, An Antonio Brown hopes to meet with teams at the Combine. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm a piggyback on that into more Antonio Brown news no one cares about. He posted uh, – he, he's been posting a lot of uh, – Apologies. No, Instagram Lives. Oh. And he posted one working out today. And after he finished using the machine as, like, a, a bench press type thing, but it was some weird contraption. As he got up, a, some metal piece went flying to the side, and then another huge metal piece swung down and hit him in the head and knocked him over. <laughs> Dude, that is not what he needs. I know. That's what I thought. Like, oh, no. Not Antonio Brown. I would tell him to wear a helmet, but we know where that'll go. Yeah. Like, there's no, We know how he feels about being told to wear a helmet. But... <laughs> Uh, all right i'm now piggybacking onto the news no one cares about i'm gonna carry us right into the xfl uh so i'm just gonna go over a couple of these leaders i i've watched i actually went to a game last week it was it was entertaining i liked watching it uh they did have their first uh double forward pass which is allowed in the xfl as long as only one of them's past the line of scrimmage 
and that pass was done, I believe, by the passing leader, Cardell Jones. Uh, Offensive. From, yeah, the DC. I think a lot of people expected him to be the passing leader. He's I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, he's having a great season. They, they're they really hurting at the quarterback position, but he's actually doing really good. They is in the XFL. Uh, yeah, yeah. The XFL's quarterback play. Yeah. I, I That's one of my biggest issues with watching the XFL right now. And it's not necessarily their fault, but football is so hard to watch when you have bad quarterback play. It yeah, is so hard to watch. And the XFL, unfortunately, they're suffering from that because if you're a good quarterback, you're probably playing in the NFL. So Yeah, or a backup in the NFL. Or a backup in the NFL, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially when you could get a thirty million dollar contract after being a backup quarterback in the NFL. Hey, he came out and slayed, dude. He did. He was, no, he yeah. totally did. But that's what I'm saying. Like any of these guys who are good enough to be a backup quarterback in the NFL are going to because they could get that opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then also, so PJ Walker, I actually heard a cool story about him, how he got the, a contract in the XFL. Uh, he was uh, on the practice squad for the Colts, and Andrew Luck's dad is the commissioner for the XFL, and Andrew Luck told his dad, like, you need to you need to give this guy a contract. Mm. And so they gave him a shot, and he is actually, I mean, if you're doing fantasy XFL, he is by far the best player uh, in the XFL. Uh, he has seven touchdowns in two weeks. Uh, the next closest is four. And he's been making some like Pat Mahomes type plays. It, mm. It's been amazing. He has the highest uh, passing uh, passer rater uh, or passer rating in the XFL. Passer rater. <laughs> I, uh, I'm curious, Justin, what you think. Is the XFL just going to become a farm system for the NFL? Or do you think players that are drafted at the XFL level and turn out to be really good will just stay there? I think especially right now it's going to be a just a farming uh, for the XFL or for the NFL mm -hmm. uh, because of the monetary uh, right. you know value of each one of those leagues. Like you're going to get paid more to go to the NFL even as a backup. So it's right. going to be that way until it can start making uh, more money and start offering decent contracts. Like I'm saying, they don't have to offer like NFL contracts because you're not hiring starting quality players from the NFL. Right. But uh, Okay. Yeah, the rushing leaders, this one's kind of cool. The rushing leader for the XFL is Matt Jones, uh, who – I don't know if you guys remember Matt Jones. He's been around the NFL quite a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, he is on, I believe, Was in Washington for a few years, and then he Who? went to Dallas. Who? Uh, Matt Jones. Who? Washington. This is oh. it Mike Mike Jones? Oh, joke. Sorry. <laughs> I Mike, Mike Jones that. joke. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so I'm just gonna keep derailing us. Don't worry about that. Uh, I, I'm kind of offended in my, or I'm kind of upset with myself that I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little disappointed too. I was going to tell you after the show, but whatever, we'll bring it up now. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got 37 carries, 129 yards. Right behind him is Davon Smith with 27 carries and 125 yards. 
and those are your two rushing leaders. I'm just going to kind of go over the, the top players of each of these. Uh, and then I'm going to throw in here Cameron Artis Payne from uh, the Panthers, formerly. Uh, he has two touchdowns and 105 yards over two weeks. Good to see uh, Cameron Artis Payne finding a home there. I always liked him. He's always yeah. a good player. Yeah, yeah. He is all, he, I always hoped for him to like get a starting role somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and he finally did. <laughs> Different league. Uh, the receiving leaders are Nelson Spruce and Richard Ross. Uh, man, the I got to say the receiving core here, there's not a lot of names I recognize from the receiving core. Uh, the only one I even recognize on like the top list is Eli Rogers. And mm -hmm. he's probably like number six on this list. Yeah, he has uh, 11 receptions, 122 yards. The top wide receiver has 17 receptions, 192 yards, and two touchdowns. He's killing it. Yeah, that's pretty good for two games. Yeah, yeah. And then the top tight end has nine receptions, 116 yards, one touchdown. And that's uh, Donald uh, Parham Jr. It's a mouthful. Right? Yeah. <laughs> mouthful but yeah that's basically all the xfl stuff like i don't want to get too far into xfl stuff especially because like we're at week two so it's kind of yeah. hard to start even analyzing stats yeah if you guys want to hear about more about xfl just let us know let us know in the comments let us know if you don't want to hear about it at all in fact right in the comments and we'll uh we'll react accordingly so we're uh we want to appeal to you guys the viewers the listeners <laughs> All right, you ready to get into some gut check questions on some of these players, Justin? Let's do it. Right on. I'm just going to go down a list here. Uh, you tell me how you feel about him, man. Uh, Tyler Lockett is the first one on the list. Tyler Lockett, a 1,000-yard receiver in 2019. Uh, I think he had seven touchdowns or eight. Excuse me, I think he had eight touchdowns. Eight touchdowns, yeah. Uh, I guess my question with Tyler Lockett is, can we expect another 1,000-yard season out of him? Do you think that he's going to regress? This is the first thousand yard season Tyler Lockett's ever had. It's a running, it's a rushing team primarily. There's another ball catcher there in uh, DK Metcalf, and then they just signed Greg Olson. Tyler Lockett, what are we doing with him? Is he a top fantasy option anymore? Um, so I know me and you are talking about this before the show. I expect a slight regression from him a couple touchdowns less and maybe a hundred yards less. I, I still think he's a good wide receiver. I mean, he definitely is not like over the hill by any means or anything. He He's still right in his prime, which I think he was last year as well. 27 uh, years old. Yeah. So I, I expect similar production. I do expect a little bit of, of regression from him in the touchdown column and his catch percentage, which I, it's hard to say. Cause like me, I mean, we were talking about this. We've, been saying this for years from him and he keeps on beating expectations with that yeah i i personally think with tyler lockett that he will have a thousand yards again i know that you and i don't necessarily agree on that not that you have him way below a thousand yards i think that he'll fall right around where he did this year or was like a thousand fifty yards like i think he'll just barely break a thousand and i i don't think eight touchdowns out of the realm of possibility but i do think that's probably the ceiling for, for him fighting the end zone, six to eight is probably where I've got him pegged. So a tiny bit of regression fantasy-wise, but yardage-wise, 
I think he'll probably land in the same spot. And just to, just so people might be asking, I think DK Metcalf will also have a thousand yards. I think that Seattle could have two thousand yard receivers, but any third receiver on that team is going to be unownable in yeah. fantasy. I I think DK might man. I feel bold saying this. I think he might hit 1,200 yards. I don't think it's crazy. I, I think he has a lot to learn this offseason. So it's all about this offseason. And I, and I think that he's on a great team with a great quarterback. A great the, Everything is great for him to do that. He just has to do it. And, and it, DK, everything was good except the route running and the ability to catch the ball. Those two things can be learned. They can be worked on and practiced. So, yeah, cool. I, it's not crazy. 1,200 is not crazy. So, yeah, uh, let's – oh. Yeah, I mean, I, the route running, I think, in Seattle doesn't hurt you that much because they kind of make their money when plays break down. Right, but I think that's part of why Tyler Lockett is so good. He's an incredible route runner. Yeah, he knows on exactly, top of that, yeah. He knows exactly when to turn back and run – to the back to the quarterback that's true so i i but i don't i don't see why dk couldn't do that i'm not saying he can't do that if he could start doing stuff like that and getting his hand like holding onto that ball uh dk could be really good i like dk a lot i think they're both gonna have a thousand yards he needs to leave the school of oj howard for catching yeah that school needs to get shut down so fast all right let's move on we got a big list here juju smith schuster uh, Injury-plagued season, both by him and his quarterbacks. Juju probably was going to have a pretty good season uh, if if Ben Roethlisberger didn't get hurt. It wasn't going to be as good as what people thought that he was going to have in 2019. He finished with 552 yards and three touchdowns, uh, but he did miss four games. So Juju Smith-Schuster, it, it's gut check time. Is he a number one receiver for fantasy going into 2020? Currently, his ADP has him going in the second round at the fifth pick um, in a 12-man league. So that that puts him as a wide receiver one, according to his ADP. Um, I I do not have him there. I have him just outside there as a as a mid-range wide receiver two. So actually, I mean, that's a little bit further down than, than most people. Uh, I, I think he's going to do better than last year. Uh, I, I just... I don't think that you're going to see from – I think people are looking to see when – they think when Big Ben comes back, you're going to see the numbers that you saw two years ago. Uh, and and you're, I don't expect that. I don't expect those numbers. Uh, I agree with you. I don't expect those numbers from two years ago. But I do expect 1,000 yards out of him, uh, and I expect about six touchdowns. I don't think that team is going to be – super good i think we could be looking at like an eight and eight team so i don't i don't i don't know how many points they're going to be scoring i think it it depends really on big ben's health right does his elbow hold up if it holds up they could score a fair amount of points but juju should definitely be owned i think that he might even continue to fall a little bit uh maybe to the back of the second round which Okay, I think if you started receiver-receiver, that could be good for you. Even if you go running back-receiver, and then who knows? Juju could come out and be the 2018 Juju. I wouldn't put my money on it, but if he did, you just won your league. So, yeah, I think Juju is back to a number one receiver in 2020. Uh, Okay, a guy that 
oof, a lot of expectations going into 2019 for David Johnson. Did not deliver no. in almost any way. I, I would call David Johnson a bust. I know that he was consistent, but he was consistently mediocre. David Johnson nice. in 2020, Justin, does he have a team for one? Because there's no guarantee that, that he's on a team. And yeah. is David Johnson back to like that top five running back option? Man, so first of all, yeah, the big thing is where he's going to play somewhere. Somewhere's going to pick him up. Uh, or or the Arizona is going to keep him. One, I think one of those two is happening. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure that it's come out that they do like they want to keep him. They do not want to. I know, but right now a lot of the talk you hear is just posturing because like if they say that teams might offer them more, you know, for him than if they say they because if they say they don't want to keep him, no team's going to try and trade for him. Right. They're going to be like, well, they know more than we do. Um. But I, I think he plays somewhere, uh, wherever that may be. Uh, right now, he's going at the 7-11 pick, 7th round, 11th pick um, uh, for ADP. I think part of that is because of the uncertainty of where he plays. So figuring that out is going to be huge for where his ADP goes. Um, but I am not in on him. I am not taking him in the 7th round. I'm not taking him in the 10th round. Um no, I'm just I'm out on on David Johnson. Uh, I would definitely take David Johnson in the seventh round, uh, or maybe even, I mean the t- the tenth round. You you leg- legitimately wouldn't take David Johnson in the tenth round. Ah, uh, I I don't think I would. I think I'd take shots on younger guys and and like guys that I I think because I don't think he's healthy. I I I don't think he's going to make it. I'd, I would take David Johnson in the 10th round for sure. I think that would be an easy pick. I don't have to start him. Uh, if he turns out to be a bust, I really didn't lose a whole lot. But if he turns out to even be, let's say, two-thirds of what he was, that's amazing. My, I, so. I hate getting these like big-name players, though, like that because it's so hard Like when he's not good but he's not like atrociously bad. It's so hard to drop them. Yeah. Uh, you're like, but what if he comes back? You know, like the whole season. I, uh, I could honestly see David Johnson having a similar season that Le'Veon Bell did last season. I think that's possible. Uh, I don't think that, like, if that happened, I don't think anybody'd be like, "What the heck is going on? How did he manage this?" Right? And David or Le'Veon Bell didn't have a great season last season, but he was startable. He was. You had to start Le'Veon Bell. And if that happened with David Johnson out of the 10th round. I mean, it, that's depending on where he goes. He's not doing that in Arizona. He may. I mean, I, I actually think Arizona's offense is going to be much better this this coming season. But is Kyler, Kenyon Drake still there? Kenyon Drake, there's no report that Kenyon Drake will return. Kenyon Drake is currently on the trading block. Uh, and well, he will he's be a free, a free agent. Or, or sorry, yeah. he's a free agent, not on the trading block. Yeah. And and I don't think they want to pay him. They would have to franchise him, and there's no way they're going to franchise Tag Kenyon Drake. I I think they're going to work out a contract with them. We'll see. I just think I think uh, that it's dangerous to tell people not to draft David Johnson in the tenth round. You, you know, you might only have a fifteen round draft in the tenth round. You've already got all your starters. At that point, you're just playing, you know, high risk, high reward. There, I mean, low risk, high reward with David Johnson. Uh, James Connor, J- 
James Conner, another bust, in my yeah. opinion. James Conner, another bust. Absolutely. Uh, more injuries with James Conner uh, this in 2019. I, I don't think James Conner is a guy that's going to be a workhorse back personally. Do you think he returns to, let's say, top 15 back in 2020? Oh, uh, so he like I I don't think so. No, he his ADP right now is uh, fourth round, six overall picks. So that's pretty close to there, uh, to that 15. Uh, I I don't think he's he's quite there because like like you were saying before, I agree with you on this. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be that good of a team. Uh, and so because of that, I think he's going to suffer some as well. And he kind of showed that like he like he couldn't carry the load all himself as well. So they're going to I think they'll you'll see more split carries in that backfield. Yeah, uh, I won't go on too long here because we talked about David Johnson way too long. But uh, <laughs> I just looking at the guys right next to him right now, currently in, in the uh, consensus rankings, right above him, carry on Johnson. I would rather have carry on Johnson than James Conner and Philip Lindsay right behind him. I think I would almost rather have Philip Lindsay than James Conner. So I really don't like James Conner at all this season. I only, I think he, he, if he's healthy, he has to do a little better than he did last season. But I honestly don't, I don't think he'll be healthy for every game. I think he'll miss two to three games minimum uh and even if he is healthy for every game there's no guarantee that he'll out out produce philip Lindsay, uh who isn't like a dynamite running back but he's good and he's startable so for sure yeah i would take philip Lindsay over james connor at that at that round <clears throat> carry on johnson who we, i just mentioned him yeah. carry on johnson coming back from injury carry on johnson's still good at football yeah is he is he? You were very high on Carry On going I was. into 2019. I, I, he, unfortunately, I don't think he's the player that I I had I was hoping for, and I think a lot of us were. Uh, but like you said, he's still very good at football. He, he's going to be back there. Uh, he's currently going in the fourth round, like you said. I would way rather have Carry On Johnson than than uh, James Conner. Yeah. So I, I'm taking him. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think uh, if he falls to the right spot for me, I would take on Johnson. Uh, I think you could easily have him as your third running back, which would be that's a healthy running back core right there. So, yeah, I I hope that on comes back healthy and plays a full season because I think we could see some pretty good things from him. Uh, Alvin Kamara, really weird. Uh, I, I owned Alvin Kamara and I was never like disappointed, but I was never like, hey, man, thanks for the carry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Alvin Kamara was like, went out, did his job, did it right. The Saints were happy. Great. Alvin Kamara, does he return to that like top three back like spot that he's held for a long time? Or is this kind of what we should expect from him? I currently have him as my number three back on my rankings. Uh, his ADP is the 105 pick and with Nick Chubb ahead of him. Uh, I'm, I'm team Camara here. <laughs> uh, so I, I would take him. They also have Saquon Barkley at the number two who I, I do not, but, and this had, uh, I'm going off fantasy football calculator. Mm. Uh, but like that, I, I, I'm sold on, uh, Camara. I, I love Camara this season and I'm definitely taking him at that value. I, uh, 
I also think that Alvin Kamara is going to have a better season than he did in 2019. I do not think that he will return to top three, though. Uh, I I think that he'll probably like tickle the top five. Uh, I think if he was fifth, I wouldn't be surprised. If he was sixth or seventh, that would also be kind of where I, I have him. Uh, but I do think that you could get really good value out of Alvin Kamara. I think there's going to be a lot of talk about like how he let a bunch of teams down last year and a bunch of crap like that. And people like Derek Henry are going to move ahead of him, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones possibly. Joe Mixon hype right now is really, really high. You could catch an Alvin Kamara late in the first round, like eighth or ninth pick maybe. And if you do that, you're in great shape. So uh, I, I – I love Alvin Kamara, but I don't think he's a top three running back anymore. I think the the high-end running backs are just too high right now. Um, T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton, another another guy with injuries, right? A lot of questions from all these players. A lot of them are from injuries. T.Y. Hilton was productive when he was on the field. Uh, we don't know whose quarterback is going to be, but let's just say it's Phillip Rivers. Uh, <laughs> how good is T.Y. Hilton with Phillip Rivers? Man, I love that. Like, I, I, we hadn't discussed this beforehand, and like, what I had written down was, T, uh, Ty still very talented. Uh, I like him. Problem is, I don't know who his quarterback's gonna be. You put Philip Rivers there, and I am. So he's going at the four eleven right now. I am sold on him. You put Philip Rivers there. I'm, I'm taking him okay. there, and I'm probably taking him around sooner. I don't know if I'd take him around sooner. Uh, if I can get him at the 411, though. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, boy. Because that means he's probably my number two wide receiver, and I'm happy with that for sure. Yeah, I, I think super... if you put Phillip Rivers there, though, he will no longer be going at the 411. Probably true, which means I probably won't get him. Uh, I Phillip Rivers there or any other quarterback there has nothing to do with him getting injured, and so I, I would – Man, the risk of injury can be a big deterrent for me personally. But uh, if he stays healthy and somebody took him, I think you're going to end up happy that you have it. So uh, for me, it has nothing to do with talent or production. It has everything to do with injury risk. That Uh, makes sense. Calvin Ridley. Man, I I feel like there's not enough people talking about Calvin Ridley. We were talking before the show. Calvin Ridley actually had a pretty good season. Uh, he had 866 yards and seven touchdowns. He missed three games. And I had to know, if I statted out the rest of his games at his average yardage, which was 67 yards a game, he has 1,000 yards. He has 1,067 yards, actually. So you'd only need two more games to reach 1,000. <laughs> so Calvin Ridley, is he the next Chris Godwin? Oh, man. I I think it's entirely in the the realm of possibility. And, like, it's... It like it's even probability. Like I I, I like him. I, I think that uh, you could see a breakout year from him this year. Like not that like you said, not that he had a bad year last year, yeah. uh, but I I think he could have like a a legit breakout year this year. Yeah, in his third season, man, he had seven. In his second season, last season, he had seven touchdowns in thirteen games. Man, I could. I'm calling it. He could have a 10-touchdown season, and I would not be surprised. Uh, he did not have any double-digit touchdown games, and I know that sounds like a bad thing. You mean uh, multiple touchdown games? Yes. 
Not a double-digit <laughs> touchdown. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, yeah, multiple touchdown games. He did not have any. And that's actually a good thing in my eyes. The way I see that is he consistently finds the end zone, not he blew up, had three touchdowns in one game. Yeah, against one team that he matched right. up well against. Right, right. He is able to find the end zone week after week, it, it, it seems. So I really like Calvin Ridley going to next season. Uh I think that Calvin Ridley might end up being a steal, steal in the draft as well because I feel like not enough people are talking about him, but we might be ruining that right now. So, um, <laughs> I didn't want to talk about a bunch of rookies, but I did want to talk about this guy. I, I do think you may be overestimating our influence on the fantasy football world. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> TJ Hawkinson. That guy, this guy came out and lit the tight end world on fire and then walked away and did nothing else. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson, uh, it, it, was it, it a rookie season issue, or is it he's just not going to be the guy we thought he was? He's the next action hero. He blew the building up and walked off co- like cool and calm and did yeah. nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yippee another quacker. No, yeah, I, I totally think this uh, rookie tight end thing. So I, I he he's currently going in the 12th round of drafts. This like around where I'm looking for tight ends myself. I kind of wait on tight end. And so I love this value for him. I think you're going to continue to see him progress as this is his second year. Tight ends normally don't have a breakout year until their third year uh, when they do break out. So uh, I think that he won't quite be there yet, but he's going to be better than he was last year. And he's going to be like a startable tight end week to week. I think this is crazy not necessarily tj hawkinson uh topic but i think that 2020 might be one of the best tight end seasons that we've had in a long time we still have the top guys the the kittles the kelsey's it's the gotta Ertz. be better than last year but then we have waller who's come out and shown that he is a legit fantasy option we got mark andrews coming out to show that he's a legit fantasy option when was the last time we had five tight ends that you're like i would love to own any of them i think i saw a stat today that mark andrews was only in on 40 something percent of plays like that's only gotten better yeah yeah (laughs) that's not happening next year he'll be in i guarantee i'm putting my my whole paycheck on it for at least 50 percent of the (laughs) snaps (laughs) oh my god i hope he gets injured because i'm getting your paycheck uh no i'm just kidding don't get injured don't get injured uh okay tj hawkinson uh I am not buying it on TJ Hawkinson. Even in the 12th round, I think I can go find wow. somebody else that I like a little bit more. Tyler Higby comes to mind. I would think I'd rather have Tyler Higby than TJ Hawkinson. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm taking Hawkinson there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Next on my list, Justin. Aaron Rodgers. Now, I just want to preface this by saying Aaron Rodgers is still a very good NFL quarterback. And if anybody wants to argue with me, I'll throw hands right now. Aaron Rodgers is still a very good NFL quarterback. But is he fantasy relevant? If you drafted him last season, you were disappointed. Tell me what to do with Aaron Rodgers this season. Don't draft him. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Here's why. You're right. He's still a very good quarterback. He is not Aaron Rodgers from three, four years ago. But he is still really good. And his name is Aaron Rodgers, which means that He's being drafted at the very front of the sixth round currently. And I'm not taking a quarterback in that area normally because the top quarterback's already gone. 
And now you're getting people like him and other big name quarterbacks going off the board based off name value alone. Out of curiosity, where is, uh, um, oh man, I, I, oh man. Um, are you going with Patrick Mahomes or no, Lamar no, no. Jackson? Buffalo, Josh Allen. Where oh, is Josh, Josh Allen. Allen going? See, that's my exact point. <laughs> is Josh Allen is going in the ninth round. Yeah, exactly. And I would way rather have Josh Allen as my fantasy quarterback than I would Aaron Rodgers. And that's just if you put them next to each other. But now you tell me I could also get a, a six-round pick on top of Josh Allen, and yeah, I'm there. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. I, I Aaron Rodgers, even to me, somebody that reads fantasy – stats and news and follows it every day 365 days a year it's still hard for me to say no to aaron Rodgers, but i i'm going to work on it and we can all work on it together <laughs> aaron Rodgers is probably not going to be a fantasy relevant quarterback in 2020 but this next guy i will not give up justin matt ryan matt ryan <laughs> will will be good again in 2020 because I just found this out. The 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 where I messed up in 2019 was it was an even number or an odd number season. He's only good in even number seasons. If you go back and look, he goes back and forth, right? He won his MVP on an even number season. Yeah, I mean, you have a valid point. Uh, and Oof, that, that's more credit than I was expecting. <laughs> it was sarcasm. Oh. Um. But. He's going in the ninth round as well. And I am, again, I, taking Josh Allen over him. Oh, I think I'd take Matt Ryan in the ninth over Josh Allen. But it's close. It's actually close. I, I do like Josh Allen a lot. I just think the talent on the Falcons is and, too good. I mean, if Calvin Ridley does have a double-digit touchdown game, then, I mean, that will <laughs> skew my, my opinion. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> ten-touchdown game? <laughs> uh yeah matt ryan i i expect matt ryan to have a pretty solid season matt ryan is a good quarterback i i don't want to there are people that are like is matt ryan good matt ryan is good yeah he, he is, is good. good uh with julio jones and calvin ridley there i just don't see a possibility of him having a bad season he's not going to be the mvp again so don't if those are your expectations then yeah you're going to be disappointed but if you want to get a guy in the ninth round that you could probably start almost every single game, yeah, you'll probably be okay with Matt Ryan in 2020. Um, but like I said, it's an even number season. Uh, last guy on the list, and this one is actually really hard for me to figure out. Baker Mayfield. I'm just going to let you start. I No, no. <laughs> I warned everyone last year. I'm warning you again. His ADP has fallen even more this year. So now he's not, at least he's not up there where he was, but now he's in the eighth round and I would rather have Matt Ryan or Ooh, Josh eight, Allen than him. Eighth so, round. That is, yeah, I agree. That is way too early. Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm still no with him. Like until like, if he were to fall back to the 10th round, that's where I, I would be considering him. Yeah. I'm looking right now at the consensus rankings and it's way more reflective of where he belongs. Is he's it? currently, yeah, he's currently ranked 18th in the consensus rankings, which is oh, just yeah. behind Ben Roethlisberger, just ahead of Daniel Jones, Jared Goff, Jimmy I like G. that way more. Yeah, that seems a little bit more accurate. Uh, 
I just it's just hard for me to understand what went wrong with the Browns last season. I I am Freddy willing Kitchens. Yeah, I'm willing to accept that you can't just throw a bunch of talent at the NFL and expect good things. It's it's not the NBA in that way. But I was expecting a little bit more production than what we got. He was terrible. Yeah. I mean, part of it, I think, was that running game was really good, too. And so they yeah. just, like, really leaned on that. And and Freddie Kitchens was horrible. The The play calling was was atrocious and Dennis set him up. So, I mean, I'm not bashing Baker Mayfield, which I, I, I'm sure people think I hate Baker Mayfield on like a personal level. I do not. Uh, but I think him switching to another head coach for another, you know, this year is not going to help his situation. Like it yeah. could in the future, but it's going to take time to get new, used to a whole new offense again. Yeah. I think, I think one thing that we need to remember about last season was Baker could not keep the ball. He had 21 interceptions, 22 touchdowns. I know a lot of people like to say, well, you know, the interceptions don't really, it's only minus two points in fantasy. It's no big deal. You forget that that ends the drive. That means no more yards from that drive. That drive could have led to a touchdown. I think if he can get the interceptions under control, Baker Mayfield's back to a top 10 option at quarterback but this season, he is not going to be that top five guy we thought he was going to be in 2019. Are you risking it? To, do you think he will be a top 10, though? That's the thing, is I don't need to risk it, right? Yeah. I don't need to risk it. I think he's going to be available in a lot of leagues, probably still on waivers. I can go get Matt Ryan in the ninth. And if Matt Ryan doesn't work out, which I'm, I, if I had to bet one or the other, I think Matt Ryan will work out before Baker Mayfield works out. But he'll be available, man. Like, I'm not worried about Baker Mayfield being available, and I don't have to risk it. I think a better question would be, like, do I want to risk it with Aaron Rodgers, right? Because that's where you have to, like, reach up to grab him. And no, then I don't want to risk it. But Oh, man. So uh, I know, like, so Fantasy Pros, is that where you're getting the ADP from? Uh, just this consensus rankings. Yeah, please. yeah, yeah. So that yeah, that one goes off expert rankings. The one I was going off of is based off of uh, of mock drafts. That mock been, drafts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I I think that part of that is probably just residual from last year, right? I think once we get further along into this off season, more people are listening to shows like us. More people are looking at sites like Fantasy Pros. Yeah, and you'll start to things. see you'll start to see people like Baker, May Baker Mayfield drop down a little bit and probably even Matt Ryan move up a little bit, to be completely honest with you, which will put him out of reach for me. But I, yeah, I honestly think that you'll, you'll see, uh, uh, Josh Allen move up as well. Probably. I think the Josh Allen hype is going to be really high, which is unfortunate because yeah, I would love I to have, him. <laughs> yeah, I would love to have Josh Allen shares on a lot of my teams, but yeah, he's probably going to move up out of reach. And, out of, I mean, we'll I mean, see so. too, as well as with all these free free agent quarterbacks. You know, yeah, that that yeah. affect things too. Who knows, man? Lots of stuff up in the air. But okay, that wraps up the gut check segment. A lot of questions about these these players. If you guys, uh, if there's no somebody we didn't address that you guys have questions about, let us know in the comments, uh, and we'll try to address it on the next episode, or we'll probably do a you know a few more of these before the season starts. So, um, 
Next week, we're going to do rookie reviews for 2019. We'll be talking about a lot of fantasy-relevant rookies uh, and just discussing what their futures might look like in the NFL. See you guys then. Peace. All right.